Ladies, this is Nadine McGowan with Linking Arms. This is a podcast that is designed for our purposeful living in community, which is a community of the modern women, women supporting women, women who look like they have it all together, but behind closed doors, you might be hurting, searching, or lonely. And today, our topic that we're going to talk about is healing, healing from the past, healing from trauma healing at the core. And I personally have done a lot of work on my healing, on my emotional well-being, on my mental well-being. Uh, For those of you who don't know, I grew up in war zone. And so the first 10 years of my life, um, I lived in a state of fear. I lived in the Middle East and there was war and bombs and shooting and fear and anxiety and Uh, It was a very traumatic childhood. And because of that, I feel like I have a lot of issues. Let's call it what it is. I have a lot of um, things that come up for me that feel like I'm three years old again. Something will happen. Like as an example, last night we had a thunderstorm and we lost electricity for one minute. And It was loud outside. It sounded like bombs and I went in panic state. And those types of things are so deep for me. And so they shake me at my core and they're still there. You know, even with all of the work that I've done, they are still there. But what I will say and what I wanted to do the topic around today is how do we heal so the things that have been coming up for us don't keep coming up for us. And, you know, in my journey of healing and in my journey of my, of, of really stewarding well, my emotional and mental health, my emotional and mental well-being, I've picked up several things along the way. Some of the things that I've learned are tools, tools that I use in my toolbox when I am triggered, when I am upset, when I am emotional, when I am angry, when I am sad, when I am depressed, I can go in my toolbox and I can pull out tools, tools such as listening to music, tools such as journaling, tools such as reading something inspiring, tools such as making a phone call to a friend who can just listen. Those are all tools that I've been able to build in my toolbox. And those have been very, very helpful and very impactful for me along my journey. I would say another aspect that I have learned is just head knowledge. And I also think head knowledge is important, learning how our brain works, learning why things upset me when they do, learning about emotional well-being and how the brain functions and how the brain processes. Uh, That has all been excellent, excellent, educational, insightful. It's been great. So that's another aspect is head knowledge. The other thing that I've learned along the way in my journey of healing, in my journey of emotional and mental well-being, are systems and habits that I've established for myself. And so I have been able to create systems that help me to stay healthy. Systems in my physical well-being, like what I eat or uh, when I work out and how I stay active, physical um, systems and habits in my emotional well-being 
and, and I'll go back to some of the tools that I pulled out earlier, like journaling, like having quiet time in the morning, how I start my day, how I end my day, uh, what I do when I get in the car, um, little notes that I put for myself. Those are all systems and habits that I've really been able to learn and create in my life that have helped me in my emotional and mental well-being, to stay emotionally and mentally healthy. And then the the, the, uh, fourth aspect and fourth thing that I've learned is getting to my healing at the core. And although I think all four are important, having tools in my toolbox has been really helpful. Having the head knowledge and the learning has been very helpful. Creating systems and habits has been very helpful. The thing that I would say has helped me the most, and let me tell you, I have not arrived, so I don't want to share acting like I have it all figured out and I have the best emotional mental health because I don't. I still have challenges. I have great days and I have challenging days. I have great seasons and I have really difficult seasons, but I have been able to get to the core of some of my trauma, some of my pain, some of my suffering, and really work on healing some of those issues. And I also want to remember and remind ourselves and remind myself, remind everyone. I also want to remind all of us that we never arrive. You know, we are never going to get to this point where it's like, I have all my emotional and well-being is under wraps. I am never shaken. I am always joyful. I am always peaceful. I think anybody who says that is not being honest. Um, because I don't think that we ever arrive. I think that we are a work in progress. Um, So if I can just keep healing, if I can keep working on my emotional and mental well-being, I know it's going to impact me, but I also know it's going to impact those around me. It's going to impact my, those who are closest to me, but it's also going to create a ripple effect. And so it is important that I continue to work on those things, knowing that I'm never going to arrive, knowing that I'm not going to be perfect, which leads me into another point before I get into the meat and potatoes of healing at the core. And that is just being gentle with myself, being patient with myself. That is so hard for me because I have very, very high expectations of me. And what I realize is my grace with me is the most important thing that I can develop because I cannot have grace and love and gentleness and patience with others if I do not have that for me, for myself. And so as we go through this healing journey, as we are working on our emotional and mental well-being, I want to remind us ladies to just be gentle with ourselves. I want to remind you to just be gentle with yourself, to be patient with yourself as you navigate through these, um, these, these, as you navigate through this process. And what I've realized is the healing at the core, it really needs to happen for me with areas that I see consistent cycles in. It's areas that I continue to mess up in, that I continue to have challenges in. It's areas that I find myself stuck in. 
Maybe I continue to do the same thing over and over and over again, and I wonder why I'm doing it, or I'm stuck with a, with a, in a pattern, or I am stuck with experiences. I continue to attract specific experiences or specific types of people into my life, whether it's friendships or work-related or relational. Um, those are typically the areas that that I need to do some deep healing work with because a tool in my toolbox won't, won't help those. It'll put a bandaid on it, but it's going to keep coming up. Having head knowledge isn't going to take those away. I can have all the head knowledge in the world, but I can still respond in unhealthy ways. Um, having systems and habits, those help, but that doesn't get to the core. So what I'm talking about right now is getting to the core of the emotions and actions and behaviors that are unhealthy, but that are consistent. They continue to come up. That's when I know it's an issue that I need to get to the core of. And so when I talk about getting to the core of something, um, I'm talking about the things that are above the iceberg and below the iceberg. And I'm sure you ladies have seen, you know, the diagram where it talks about the things above the iceberg, the things that we can see. And in our emotional system, there are three aspects that we can see. They're above the iceberg. Those three things are our words. We can see our words. We can hear our words. Uh, Those things are our emotions, how we feel. Maybe we feel angry. Maybe we feel sad. Maybe we feel frustrated. Those are emotions that are above the iceberg. And then our actions, how we behave, how we respond. Those are the things that we can see. Those are above the iceberg. Now, the things that we can't see are the two things that I'm going to talk about, and that is our thoughts and our beliefs. Those are the things that are under the iceberg. Those are the things that kind of run the show with the top three. They, they run the show of the words that we use. They run the show with the actions that we have or the emotions that we have, but we can't see them. They're under the iceberg. And there's two, two aspects to those, our thoughts and our beliefs. And so when I have a recurring emotion, that is my cue that there is a thought or a belief that at the core, that needs to be healed, that needs to be looked at, that needs to be addressed. When I use words that come out and I'm like, where did that come from? And it's continuous and it's unhealthy and it doesn't serve me or others. That is my cue. There is something under the iceberg. There's a thought or a belief under that iceberg that I need to get to the root of. I need to get to the core of. I need to be able to heal and walk through. If there's an action, recurring actions in my life, that are unhealthy or unproductive, those generally stem from thoughts or beliefs that are under the iceberg that we cannot see that are running the show. And so if I want to be healthy and happy and joyful and free, I need to get to those core beliefs and thoughts that are creating unhealthy things versus just putting a bandaid on them versus just running to my toolbox every time or just creating systems because that actually won't get to the core of them. And so that's, that's what I want to talk about today is just realizing that when we have behaviors, so actions, thoughts, or words that are unhealthy, that feel like keep, they are keeping us stuck. That is because there's a belief or a thought that is unhealthy. And so anytime I have 
those things come up above the iceberg. Unhealthy actions, unhealthy words, unhealthy emotions. Those are my cue. So then I go to, okay, I am feeling sad again about this thing again. This has been a recurring theme in my life again. What's at the core of this? And here's how I get there. I ask myself three questions. Question number one, what am I feeling right now? What is the feeling? Because if I can identify the feeling, it gives me um, more awareness. It gets me closer to getting to the core. Once I identify the feeling, I go to the second question. And the second question for me is why do I feel this way? What is causing this feeling? What is the immediate cause of this feeling? And so last night when I was scared with thunder, what am I feeling? I'm feeling scared. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling unsafe. What is the cause of this feeling? The thunder. It's, it's, it, the thunder is scaring me. The weather currently, the, the fact that the electricity went out is scary to me. And then I go to the third question. And the third question is, when have I felt this before? What does this feeling remind me of? And I try to go back to the earliest memory I can find of where this feeling feels familiar to me. And for me, it was when I was three years old and bombs were going off outside. That's where it led me to. So at the core, what I need to go to is that scenario, that situation. And I need to go, once, once I identify those three questions, then I go to there and I try to identify the belief or the thought. Okay, now I need to understand what is the belief and what is the thought behind all of this. So then I go there and I say, okay, what is this belief that I have? And the answer is the world is unsafe. I am unsafe. I am not safe in this moment. That is the belief that I have, that I have carried my entire life. And so no wonder I have put myself in situations that have been unsafe. Because at my core, my, one of my core beliefs is I am unsafe. That is what I've believed my entire life, ever since I was little, ever since I can remember. And man, just identifying that belief is such power. It, it takes me, it eliminates the blind spots. It shines a light on the darkness. So then once I identify the belief, then I have to ask myself, is this the truth or is this a lie? I am unsafe in this world. Is that a truth? Is that a true statement? Or is that a lie? Is that something that is a limiting belief? And for me, the answer is, that's a lie. Because the reality is, I have been safe. The reality is, I got through all of that. The reality is, I have a God who is my safety net, who is my refuge. And yes, this world is unstable, but I am safe in God. I am safe in Christ. That is the truth. And so then I go from my lie, my belief, to what is the truth? What is the truth? The truth is, I am safe in Christ. I am safe in Christ. And so now I've been able to identify the core issue and just the awareness of knowing that, oh, I'm not triggered because my husband said X, Y, Z to me. It's not about my husband. It's about something that happened to me when I was six years old. And it's bringing up those beliefs. It's bringing up that thought. And that's why I'm reacting the way that I'm reacting. 
So I know this was a deep topic. I know this might be a lot to handle, but I think if I were to say any takeaways for you ladies, um, and actually before I go to the takeaway, I want to make sure that I share the Bible verse that came up for me because I think this is so powerful. And so let me just share that with you really fast. Um, sorry, hold on. Let me pull it up. Here it is. It's, it's Jeremiah 17, 14, and it says, heal me, O Lord, and I will be healed. Save me and I will be saved for you are the one I praise. And I love this because we have a God who's a healer. And if you have things that you're stuck in, emotional or mental uh, stresses, reactions, thoughts, words, emotions, I believe that that is God nudging you and saying, you're ready to heal this. You're ready to look at this. You're ready to let this go. And I think the way we heal and the way we let it go is we got to feel it to heal it. We got to go there. We got to visit it. We got to visit these, these childhood traumas and pain points as adults. And we have to ask God, what is the lie that I'm believing here, God? And then we have to ask him, what is your truth? And once we identify the truth, it's continuing to speak truth over that situation. It's continuing to speak truth over our lives, over our circumstances, over our thoughts, continuing to speak truth because it is the truth that will set us free. And anywhere we have bondage or stresses or unresolved trauma, I believe it's because we are living and we are believing a lie about that scenario. And so if we can go there and we can invite God into it and we can ask him to heal us in this area and to show us the lie and to show us the truth, I personally have been able to experience some freedoms and some, some layers just lift it off. And I'm a work in progress and I will continue to heal. And I want to encourage you ladies to do the same. And if you're scared to go there alone, we have growth groups, we have coaching, we have all kinds of resources for you that are free, that are available to you because we believe healed women heal the world. And so ladies, our healing is important. Our emotional and mental well-being matters. It matters for us. It matters for our families. It matters for our sisters, our friends, our parents. It matters for this world. And so I really want to challenge you ladies to just just meditate on this, pray about this, see if there's anything that comes up for you here, and take action in healing. And, and, And our healing is our responsibility. It is my responsibility to heal me, and it is your responsibility to heal you. You are loved. You are cherished. Your heart matters. Thank you for joining us today, and we'll talk soon.